This episode of the Back of the Bus Podcast is brought to you by Strange Beast Brewery and Pizza Spot. Run by our friend Falco, who now will give us free pizza. And beer. Go there and mention Back of the Bus Podcast to get a strange look from Falco. All right, everybody. Welcome to season four of Back of the Bus Podcast. Is that what this is now? AKA the come up season. That's it. No more games, only serious talk here. We are going to take it straight to the subjects. We are not dicking around anymore. We are some serious guys. So we are coming to you live from the laser tag area in Discovery Zone on 137th and Kendall Drive. That's right, everybody. That's Discovery Zone, my dude. Yeah, man. Not Dandy Bear. Get the shit out of here with that panda. That's not what you even. That's not even what you wrote on the fucking show sheet. That's awesome. Yeah, no. You just fucking threw me for a loop. I know. I came up with that on the way over here. Fantastic. I was like, okay, here we go. Where are we gonna Where are we gonna be coming from? I was like, all right. I I couldn't think of anything else. Like all of our spots have been like destroyed, and we've used them all. There's still one more. It's on the show sheet. We'll use it next time we we do this. Uh, But that one really doesn't have any significance to anybody. It's more just you know. Black and I's place that we hung out in high school, like that was it. Did we? I mean, we went there every once in a while, I guess. Like, did we? Yeah, I mean, I'm old. I don't I remember. Yes, we got Slurpees. It was oh at cool. the other place. Yeah. Oh, not yeah. the not Discovery no, Zone. No, not Discovery. I was Zone. like, we wait, never wait. went to Discovery Zone. <laughs> like, we were like little the kids f- back then. Fuck, dude. No, 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 no. Okay. No, no. This next is more. Weeks. Yeah, this is next time. Got next it. time. Next time for the Black and Milds. Hey, the black, oh my god. <laughs> Now we will wear Easy Miyaki to cover up the stench of old school Tootsies and the Black and Miles. Hashtag Easy Miyaki. <laughs> First of all, I'll props to anybody who can remember how to spell it. Yeah, no, it's all good. Second of all, hashtag Easy Miyaki. <laughs> Dude, it was Easy Miyaki and Jean Paul Gaultier. Those were my colognes in, in high school. That's went, right. Those bro. are the two. And Cool Water. Oh, God. There was a CK1 moment, too. The CK1. We, I, I, I got past that I used to rock quick. the CK1 hard. You know. Um, oh, my Jesus. Dude. Okay. So, something you're not going to hear on the show this week. <laughs> I, I had put on the show sheet for us to do, like, a, some half in black history. Yes. Uh, we're not going to do it, no. but it's coming at some point. Yeah, at some I point, f- we've got to go over some of the stories that we had. Yeah. Uh, bringing, <laughs> bringing a karaoke machine onto the school onto bus. The school. On, the way, <laughs> on the way to school? <laughs> like, who does that? We were in the, and that guy, school bus driver Rick, was just like, "Yo, man, keep it down a little bit." <laughs> I remember we would jam exhibits, paparazzi, and um, then we would put. Okay, we we'll say we're not going to do it. Yeah, sorry, sorry. We'll, we'll get to it later. Awesome. All right. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening to us. However, you found us, uh, you can find us out there on the Podbean, Pocket Cast, Podcast app from Google, Podcast app from Apple. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us anywhere you want. SoundCloud, I guess, if you want. You can find us in Ray's bedroom right now. Like, I mean, Discovery Zone. <laughs> anyway, thanks, guys. For, thank thank you guys for listening. Always rate so, us or leave us comments or something or shoot us emails. Hit, up, hit us up on the Instagram, too, at Back of the Bus Podcast. podcast. I, always, I always get the Instagram and, and the, the email. email mixed up because it's yeah. Back of the Bus Miami for the email at gmail.com. So hit us up there. Guys, we're starting to grow a little bit of a fan base. It's pretty cool. People are actually liking our things. Although, I would love to get to like 9,000 followers. That'll be really helpful. <laughs> There's this local guy who works at a brewery called Alex G Money. He had to chug a bottle of maple syrup to get to 3,000 followers on Instagram. Holy shit. I'm not willing to do that. So, like, I'm good at capping out at a, at a, at a K. At like, give me 1,000 followers yeah. and we're good. Hashtag butt chug. <laughs> no way, dude. 
Get that shit out of here. All right. Top bunk. No way. Yeah. So this is the post Game of Thrones era. Hence the new season. And yeah, we just make up seasons and shit as we go along. This is our show, so I mean, it. it's like comic books. Like we just we're gonna number them however we however want. we want. It's yeah. fantastic. We're going to revert back back to the show that we have done in between Game of Thrones. Yes. However, we are going to endeavor as best we can to keep it down to forty five, fifty ish minutes, fifty ish minutes somewhere around there. Um, yeah, that way you could because listen. Black and I get stuck in traffic all the time, but we never get stuck in traffic that's an hour and a half long some, most of the time. I mean, I do. I mean, not me. But, and I don't, and that's not why I care. Like, to be honest with you, we've had this debate. Mm-hmm. You, Plex. Everybody. Certain, no, not everybody. Everybody. No, not everybody. Everybody. Because I know plenty of people who don't care. Okay. All right, cool. No but there's other people who do. Okay. So it's kind of just like, whatever, we'll try. Okay, good. All right. Anyway, here we go. So what do we do now that we don't have Game of Thrones to talk about? Are we like that couple whose kids have left the house? And we've got nothing to discuss. And now we're sitting around just wondering, like, what do we do with our lives? That's when the weird sex stuff starts coming in. Like, you're like, oh, let's go to that club. Half. We've known each other since fucking 1996. The weird sex stuff started a long time ago. Long time ago. (laughs) Long time ago, dude. Hello. Yeah. I'm here for the gangbang. <laughs> but no, but it's a good question. It's awesome, though, that it hasn't really had too much of an adverse effect on our conversations. Nah. We do miss it. I do miss it. Um, I mean, do you? I do. Despite the debacle of the last season. After and season eight. It <laughs> was a debacle. I don't care what little Duval says on his fucking Instagram page. Who? Lil Duval, yeah, the comedian guy. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't care. It was a debacle. Okay. But we've still found things to uh, chop up. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. Listen, so my last thing about Game of Thrones season eight. Yeah. Absolutely rushed. You take that, you span it out over three seasons. Amazing. And it's great. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, hey, it is what it is. Uh, I healed it up towards the end of those episodes just to piss you off a little bit. Yeah. It was great. It was great. So now, now what? Well, guys, if you've ever listened to the show, you know that we like to start off with something we call... It's an inside joke, but not really if you've ever like watched memes and stuff on YouTube. Now, what that means is we think of these little news stories. They're not big enough for us to really go in depth on, but they're kind of enough for we, we want to mention. There's things that we wanted to mention, so we wanted to touch base on them before they burn up in the social atmosphere. Things come and go so quickly, it gets ridiculous how quick you'll forget yep. about something. I mean, Jon Stewart today was yelling at people who forgot about 9-11. Right. And those people were congressmen. Behind me, a filled room of 9-11 first responders, and in front of me, a nearly empty Congress. Sick and dying, they brought themselves down here to speak to no one. It's shameful. It's an embarrassment to the country, and it is a stain on this institution. And you should be ashamed of yourselves for those that aren't here, but you won't be. So, story one for all the atmosphere is... What should people watch now that Game of Thrones is over? <laughs> because I love we just how we, we just let go. We said, guys, we're letting go. And we came back. Yeah. So what have you been watching? Uh, so here's the thing. Funny enough, I found Chernobyl, okay. which was amazing. 
Uh, it's great. It was only five episodes long, and they had a podcast that was adjacent to it. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Who? Wait, what? So, yeah. So, the creator of Chernobyl, the guy who's directing it and writing and everything, after every episode, he released a podcast. It was about an hour long, nothing crazy, but it was more of like D&D's uh, behind the, the, behind the show type shit. More in-depth, because this is a factual thing. This thing actually happened. Um, so, I didn't really listen to all of the episodes. I listened to the last one after episode five. Um, and it went, man, it is nuts. You watch that and you realize how the, the need or the want of high government officials to hide embarrassing things when they want to give off a, a view of strength sure. and superiority are. And it makes you really, really wonder about everything. It, it, well, hold on. Before you get to that. Okay. So let, let's start with something because believe this or not, I, throughout the course of the last two weeks, when I started watching the show... I've actually come across people who had no idea that Chernobyl happened, what Chernobyl it was, or that it happened. Mind you, I work with a guy, and he's from the Ukraine. And I, I started, started watching the show. I go, "Hey, where are you from?" And he goes, "I am from Kiev." And I go, "Whoa! Did you know anything about Chernobyl?" He goes, "Why do you think I came to America?" I was like, "Oh, damn!" That's fucked up. He's like, "Yeah, he had to leave his his city in Kiev and move to America because of Chernobyl." Okay, that's fucking crazy. Like nuts and the impact is still wildly unknown all right so if you don't know just in case you're a child or in been living in a cave or went to high school in hialeah and you don't know these things why why, why are you putting fairy out there like that? <laughs> That's not nice. i have to delete that so cool <laughs> so hey black why you do that don't do that to me um that's not how she talks by the way Love fairy. yeah I can't, I, that's gotta get deleted too <laughs> or you'll, you'll never make it through the door um but seriously if you don't if you don't know chernobyl was a nuclear reactor yes. in the russian ukraine yes okay and due to various fucking things it had a meltdown or an it explosion blew it blew up yeah uh, exposing, launching tons of radiation into the atmosphere, mm-hmm. uh, and exposing the core, exposing the core, mm-hmm. killing, I don't killing, know, but, uh, uh, well, according to the Russian government, only right. 30 people died. <laughs> so it killed, the, it killed some people, it, you know, and the worst way possible radiation poisoning. And the show does a great job. So the show does a great job of telling you what happens to people who get too much radiation poisoning. Mm-hmm. And then in episode three, I think it is, they do a great job of showing you. So I, I actually heard from Joe. I was talking to Joey about it because Joey watched it. Mm-hmm. And he said that he saw something where the the creators of the show said that that depiction was a bit exaggerated for effect okay. on the it's show. Awesome. Okay. Like, so it, it doesn't bother the inaccuracy, like them f- hamming shit up, whatever no, doesn't bother you? No, because okay. the, the gist of it was there. Russia tried to cut our the, the yeah the cover up the is cover a up separate thing. Yeah, the but I'm, ta- I'm talking about the no. the actual depiction of no. the damage. No, well the actual picture of the damage is pretty. Like I, I mean, but pe- like people point. don't supposedly. I didn't hear it, Joey. This is secondhand from Joey. Uh-huh. He said that the guy was like, yeah, people don't die that quickly. Like they wouldn't develop those nosebleeds that quickly. And the the yeah. shit about the lady getting infected because she touched her husband yeah, was yeah. bullshit. Whatever. I, honestly, I don't care. It was a great show. Okay, it was a great show. It it really filled my uh, that kind of, it, that kind of bugged me a little okay. bit because I that's like well, this is already a real thing that happened. Yeah. It's already fucked up enough. We don't need to like exaggerate shit just to make Russia look bad. What if I told you that that whole trial scene didn't really happen that way? Oh, I'm sure that I'm sure it didn't happen that oh, way. Oh, it didn't. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so okay, so we talked about one show, Chernobyl. No, no, hold on. Oh, so damn, I want. I thought we were done with that. No, okay. I want to. I do want to hit though the the thing that you were talking about the cover up. 
yeah. aspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my biggest takeaway yeah, from watching honestly. the show was how nothing has changed since 1986. And no. how people in power, especially old white dudes... Will do nothing. Will stop at nothing to cover their asses if it means potentially lost. Because what was their what was their reasoning for this whole shit to begin with? Because the guy wanted to get a promotion. Yeah, they wanted to complete the safety test uh-huh. so he can get a promotion, mm-hmm. so he can put more money in his pocket. Yep. Like this is what we're talking about. This is what led to all those people dying. Mm-hmm. And I I kind of likened it to climate change and yeah. how they deny climate change right now till they're blue in the face until it's staring them in the right. face. Yeah. The only difference is that radiation poisoning on at least on the show. The effects of it are they hit you a lot quicker, right? Yeah. Climate change, we might not see that for another 10, 20, 30 years. Yeah, but, you and I are going to be older right? and grandparents probably by the time that happens. I'll be out of Miami, though. I'm gone. Yeah, where are you going? Hell yeah, I'm going. To, I don't know. Maybe we'll go to Knoxville. Back to Knoxville. Nice. Love it. Anyway, yeah, you're right. And so the thing is that I got from that, it wasn't, it wasn't just that. Um, it wasn't just about the government or people in power trying to hide things that happened because they wanted to stay in power that I think most individuals or most up, you know, realistic individuals kind of believe happens to a certain scale in every government, right? Every government hides a little bit. They've got to make sure that their propaganda machine for lack of better terms. Is, sure. Is moving. It's kind of like the what? same. It's kind of like the same thing with David Ortiz right now. Yeah. If that shit would happen to Ted Cruz, no. the story is it's a robbery. Yeah. Absolutely. And all the shit about his chick and the mistress yeah, and all that yeah, shit yeah. doesn't come yeah. out. So what I think what I think is the bigger one there is that um, you had a government was on the cheap. And that's really what it was. They shouldn't have had those graphite tips, which caused all these things. And that's really what was what was right. key there. Um, but but even but the thing is the graphite tips had been there. Yeah. Right? So but the thing that precipitated all of the nonsense was, was these guys pushing was, it to the, to the limit. Yeah. Yeah. No, was no, this no, guy being lazy about it because he wanted to get the test done. Although I will I will tell you this, in the podcast, if you listen to the one after episode five, it's really cool. What happens is he talks about skinny blonde guy who pressed the button. You in episode uh-huh. five he pressed uh, the button all the topped enough. Y- yes, topped enough. And then all of a sudden the power dropped. They don't know why the power dropped like that. They don't. It, it wasn't caused by the gas. It wasn't caused by any of that. They don't know why the power dropped like that. So the belief is that when they and there's a scene and the, the director talks about it. There's a scene where where he said, uh, "Take us from global to local" or something like that. I whatever that meant. They think that Topton up screwed up there, and that's what really kind of started the ball rolling. Okay. That it, there was still all these other things happening. But that's really kind of... Well, but that's still back on these... Because yeah, they, no, 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 he told absolutely. them, I don't know this. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. I, I have been read absolutely. the instructions. Absolutely. You know what I really like, though? And I'm going to transition a little bit. Is that the internet has finally caught on to Chernobyl. And we're getting some really good Chernobyl memes. Nice. Like, we are getting some Chernobyl memes. Did you see this shit about how Russia's going to put out their own version of it? Oh, good for them. Because... Them. The, and, and that the whole... Their whole premise is that all of that was a CIA plot to destabilize and it worked russia so <laughs> it I just, worked i just thought that was pretty funny all right so that's on hbo anything else on hbo that, that you're you know what i'll tell you this barry you probably have never seen it it was pretty cool with phil hater it, it season two just ended pretty funny F- bill hater bill hater yeah sorry um it was pretty good on hbo i mean uh, my go-to on hbo besides that is last week tonight i haven't watched in some time but axios watch axios you'll like axios okay. a lot it's it's a news program more serious news program but yeah really okay good. i'll check it out um netflix what's on netflix now that we've been watching i had so i i started to watch the when they see us oh i watched about 15 minutes of it and i, I couldn't take i got sh- I, I was in my car on uh-huh. my lunch break and I'm watching on my phone 
and I got physically angry. I'm, I'm afraid of that. I haven't seen a second of it, and I'm afraid of that feeling. I f- just physically, like, I had to stop watching. Like, I have not felt that way about something something on television yeah. in a long time. I don't know if as I'm getting older and I'm a parent mm-hmm. and shit like that, but, I mean, I'm going to do... I'm going to share this, like, the part that really put me over. It's right in the beginning. Okay. When the... Because what happens is, just for whatever reason, a bunch of kids go to Central Park. Park. Yeah. Well, no, but there's, like, 40 kids running around Central Park, like, teenagers. I don't know. They were just going to go fuck around, hang out in the the park. Okay. Um, When the cops show up to to break up the party or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, they scatter. And the cops chase them. They catch whoever they can catch. And they catch this one kid. He couldn't have been a sixth grader. And the kid's, you know, on the ground, and he's got him pinned down. He's like, I didn't do nothing. I didn't do nothing. And the guy takes his fucking helmet and just cracks little homeboy straight across the face for no reason. The kid was... No- and he said, like, shut up, you little whatever. He didn't say the N-word, but he said something whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, like, at that point, I just I couldn't. Damn. And then you watch, like... Right before that, I mean, right after that, they showed, like, the the DA lady and how she starts trying to piece together the case. And immediately, you see her just jumping to these conclusions. Yeah. For, with no basis. Mm-hmm. What, and I'm just, I can't. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get through it. I yeah. really don't. But mm-hmm. I've talked to several people who thought it has been a very powerful show. Mm-hmm. My my assistant manager at the job, she's like, she came in the next day. She's like, bro, I was bawling all night watching Crazy. the show. So there's that. What else can people watch on, on Netflix? I've been watching, so we've been watching Nailed It. I know it's kind of like... Oh, the kids love that shit. I love that show. It's great. I've been watching a lot of Anthony Bourdain. His death came up. Yeah, the anniversary of his death came back stuff. up. <clears throat> but, but the kids like Nailed outside It. Outside of that, Netflix is pretty cool. Hulu, got The Handmaid's Tale. We've been My wife has been dying. She's been watching that all the time. Fairy was going to start watching, but she uh-huh. has not yet because um, she's been trying to get caught up on the latest season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Okay. I'm on an anime kick again lately. Oh, yeah? So, like, we, we just watched... We got caught up to all the dubbed episodes of My Hero Academia. Yeah. That's all right. I, I want, no, it's a fucking amazing show. Oh, okay. It's one of the better animes I've ever watched. Okay. It just sucks that <clears throat> this, the, they only dubbed it to like midway through that season. So there's still like stop. a bunch. Oh, okay. There's still like a bunch more subtitle ones to go gotcha. that I wouldn't mind watching, but the, you know, the subtitles move a little fast, fast for the, yeah, they can't yeah. read that fast. You know, I don't, did you ever watch Cloak and Dagger? I never did. And, you know, here's the thing I started watching, I watched like the first two seasons of S.H.I.E.L.D. And I, I, I was in it, and then something happened. I just couldn't watch anymore, and I kind of fell out of it. And it just—it gets really good. Yeah, yeah, it gets. People really told good. me that they're like, by like the last couple seasons have been really yeah, good. Yeah, it gets really good. Um, once once you see that they don't that they the the show doesn't feel the weight of trying to live advance up to the cinematic universe, not live up to it, but trying to like maintain its connection and advance that story and they, the show is able to do its own thing mm-hmm. the, sh- the show definitely takes a great upgrade okay um, right. so yeah I mean that, that's something you can go back and watch did you ever watch season 2 of Legion or no. did you ever watch season 1 of Legion I, wa- I watched parts of season 1 of Legion and it got like it was too much for me to watch like I had to pay too too much attention to yeah. things and I was like nah I'm not gonna do this okay I mean if we're speaking of comics you wanna talk about <laughs> Jesus Christ yes DC Ivy, dude, they canceled Swamp Thing after the first season. Yeah, actually, they canceled Swamp Thing after the first episode aired on the DC Universe app. Yeah, um, I'm guessing they're gonna finish out the season because they already have the episodes in the can. Yeah, Why not show them? <clears throat> They'll show them, but they're not gonna do a season two. Which sucks because Crystal Reed's great. She yeah. was in Gotham and she was the star in in the show, and she's a good actress. I haven't I, didn't, I haven't watched the first episode yet, but Danny did, and Danny mm-hmm. liked it. I heard good things about Doom Patrol. 
I've watched really... Doom Patrol. Titans, I told you Titans was amazing. Yeah. So if you guys haven't watched Titans, go back fucking watch go Titans. Go back and watch Titans. I, I told my one of my guys at work, mm-hmm. and he, he fucking got obsessed with it super quickly. Nice. And season two should be coming in the fall. So okay. Titans is a good thing to, to catch up on if you haven't had a chance to yet. Dope. Uh, right. Okay, ma. So you want to talk about what's coming up, though? We're talking about things that are out there right now. We've I don't got know. The Watchmen coming up. Okay. The Watchmen series from uh, yeah, HBO. Plex is Plex is all about that. I'm I'm excited about it. Um, there's another there's a new series from the creators about of the movie. Eastbound and Down. Okay. Um, and that's with uh, with some really funny people. Like it's it's but that's on HBO also. Did you ever watch? I'm sorry. Did you ever watch Peaky Blinders? No, but I wanted to see it. I've I heard seen it's that, good. That uh that one scene that everybody shows. With, where he's talking to his friends, he's like, "Nobody's getting into a fight," and then he just punches a guy who walks into the thing. Oh, I haven't, yeah, yeah, no, I haven't, I haven't gotten into it. But if you guys have any other shows, just hit us up, man. Like, yeah, let us know. All right. So wait, Eastbound and Sorry, Eastbound the guys oh. who created Eastbound and Down and all they that. They made they made this, and it's about evangelic uh, evangelical pastors. Okay, but they're like over the top. They're you know they don't believe in what they're doing. It's don't take Ricky Bobby, sure, but put it in the evangelical pastor world. Nice, and I think we're looking at a really funny show. I like it. I'm excited. I really, like I really am. So D and I were kicking this around yesterday, uh-huh. and I was like, "Man, I gotta tell half about this." So he was like, "What if, what if we made a show mm-hmm. set in the MCU? Okay, but it's not a superhero show. It's about like take take clerks mm-hmm. and put it in the MCU. So these two guys are just standing around working at their fucking job at Best Buy or whatever. Yeah, and they're talking about the same conversations we had since we were kids. Oh yeah, could this guy, could Iron Man beat this guy? Except that." It's actually happening in the world. Okay, nice. That shit, I thought this shit would be so funny. Just two couple of burnout assholes. Like, I like it. Just yo, just you see Captain America did whoop fucking Iron Man's ass or whatever. Duh. Like, yo, and he disappeared. Like, what's going on? Dude, I think that'd be pretty dope. So, anyway, shots to D for that one. <laughs> what else? Anything else you got? Well, on? not for TV, but okay. there are things that are going to be on our TV coming this fall that we're going to be doing a lot of. E3 is going on right now. Yes. Getting into video games. So, very quickly, we won't spend too much time on it, but mm-hmm. I posted on the Instagram page they sh- on E3 yesterday for Square Enix. They showed the trailer and actual gameplay footage for the Final Fantasy VII Remake. And those of you who don't know, this is the game of all games for Black. This is like his game. Like this is my favorite game of all time. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I when I I never played RPGs prior to seven. That was my first foray into Yeah, my first foray. And I would go to Jan's house and him and his brother be playing this game. Yo, that boy. Evil Cat. So yes, yeah, so I remember I go to his house and uh, they Have you be- seen his Instagram lately? No. I, oh, I stopped yeah. I unfollowed. I, I've got to show it to you. It's I great. Couldn't. This guy thinks he sits miracles in place. I know. He's always thought that shit. Remember, we'll talk what, that yeah. I remember he tried to save me one time at your mom's house. Yeah. He's like, Do you believe in the love of Jesus Christ? Yeah. And I was like, yo. He tried to do that shit to me. He saw me out one time. Me was <clears> me, <throat> Ferry, and Mao, and I don't know who else. And we were at fucking Starlight Diner after like a movie or whatever. Uh huh. And he tried to pull that I was like my fourth date with this woman. <laughs> and he starts and I'm just like I haven't seen you like I haven't talked to you like in eight years and you're trying to like priest me in front of my girl can you get the fuck out of here like bro it's bad yeah but back before when he <clears throat> before he was a fucking lunatic and only <laughs> and only his brother was a lunatic um, we were hanging out at his crib and they were playing fucking FF7 
And I just, I, you know, we were waiting to play Street Fighter, but he was like, oh, I got to get to the fucking safe point or whatever. So I was just fucking watching. And I was like, yeah, this shit looks pretty fucking dope. And then I think that was when I, like, I saw the Ares scene, the, the Sephiroth yeah. scene for the first time. And I was just like, did that dude just kill that girl? And they're like, yeah, dude. And I was like, holy shit. So then I went back and played it, and I must have played it through that game, I don't know, four times. And on the back cover of the game, they had a quote from GamePro, which said, quite possibly, the greatest game ever made. And I always agree with that 100%. Yeah. It, it wasn't perfect by any stretch of the imagination. It had some flaws, but that was the best game I ever played in my life. And the, and I've been waiting. I remember when they announced the shit in 2015, I watched a very large part of the four-hour YouTube video of people's reactions of how happy they were. Mm-hmm. And I every single one of those reactions is like, yep, that's me too. Yep, that's me too. And then yesterday when when you texted me that the panel was on mm-hmm. and I put that shit on, that shit was amazing. Yeah. I can't fucking wait. Yeah. March twenty March 3rd, 2020. Yep. Can't fucking <clears> wait. That'll be good. It'll be, it'll be great. It'll yeah, be like, like I'm taking a week off of work. Just to play it? Just to play it. It's <laughs> going to be a two-disc, two-Blu-ray disc game. I've never seen a PlayStation 4 game on two discs. <laughs> I like my PB is wet, dude. Good. It's good, fucking good, fantastic. Good. They also announced that their uh, Square Enix is coming out with an Avengers game. Yeah. Um, it, the characters are designed by some studio called Crystal Dynamics, mm-hmm. and I don't know that those guys know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, it looked a little weird. Thor looks like like a like a post op, but not really well done tranny. <laughs> um, no offense to my tranny peoples, but it's just Happy Gay Pride Month. Yeah, straight up. But yeah, he just looks weird. Yeah. Uh, like the way his chat, the armor looks yeah. is weird. Um, however, I will say that they have an amazing voice cast. Mm-hmm. You know, they do have some some guys that, are, that have done really good voice work in video games and cartoons before. So that's that's something to be excited about. Yeah. And it looks like it's going to, it's a unique story. Yeah, it's a absolutely unique. Original like it's story. It's an original story. So, so that's also something to be excited <laughs> about as long as they tell it right. Yeah, exactly. And it should be good. It should yeah. Should be good. I only say this because I am, uh, we got our... Our son, a Switch. Okay. So we're playing video games now. Again, our extent of video games is him playing Minecraft. Got it. And me playing Mario Kart. Got it. But, 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 uh, it looks like it's fun. Like, these are things that I might pick up. I also <clears throat> pre-ordered Stadia, which is Google's uh, gaming platform. Okay. Uh, really cool thing. They All you really do is buy a Chromecast Ultra and a controller. And there's no box needed, no console, nothing. You just play everything from a Chrome browser or a Chromecast, and you can take it wherever you go. So if I'm playing on my big TV, and then I want to go to the bedroom and just play on my TV in yeah, there. Yeah, it's like a Switch. I can do it from there. Or I can play it on my computer or play it on my phone. I can use the... It's really cool. So it's okay. a really neat thing. It picks up exactly where you left off. Really dope. Got a really extensive library of games, and they're coming out with more. Avengers is going to be on there. So this should be... It should be interesting to see what they do. It's... I think it's being made for more of the uh, casual gamer. Casual gamer, because of the price point, it's not your like we said six hundred dollar right box to buy to get. Yeah, in the only the and like we talked about it off off the air earlier. The only problem is, is it going to be able to compete visually with the hardware, will, especially it, the new hardware that's coming? Because you know Xbox already announced their new hardware. Yeah, it's going to be crazy, like eight core yeah. nonsense, eight uh, nine bit. I don't know what the hell. It is. So you know, it's that's going to be the challenge. Okay. I'm excited for it. I'm always concerned 
about video games because of how long they take and I don't have that that much time. But it should be it should be a cool it should be fun. You know, maybe we'll play some games. We're gonna get you and I talked about maybe getting uh Marvel Ultimate, Ultimate Alliance. Alliance three. Oh yeah, for sure. For Listen, Switch. I can tell you hundred percent who's gonna have it. Plex will have it, Mo will have it, Mo's brother Hoser will have it. I'll have it. Shout You'll out to the Nerdos. It. Shout out to the Nerd- Oh my god, so very brief aside. Saturday Hoser was supposed to have his first amateur Boxing? Muay Thai fight. Oh Muay Thai. And it, the venue was at like an old, like a fucking Masonic temple down down the Scottish Rite Temple okay. downtown. Yeah, 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 I know where it is. And so he, you know, the you know those fights get booked months ago. He starts training. Week into him getting the fight booked, the opponent backs out. Right. They find him a replacement. <clears throat> that dude shows up to the weigh-in that night. Mm-hmm. Looks at Hoser, backs out. They find that guy a replacement. An hour before the fight, that dude backs out. So after fucking three months of running ten miles or whatever it was he's running every morning, dude, poor dude got left with no fight. Oh, that sucked. Dude, I'd be, I, I'd just be, I, I, I'd fight the first person who bumped into me. Yeah, in no, the crowd. I was like, yo, can we just throw four regular dudes in there and just see what and it, just see what happens? <laughs> Lars Sullivan versus Lucha House Party. Yeah, because <laughs> something, dude. Get my man. I was like, yo, I, I told him, I was like, yo, just have him suit me up. And you, I'll let you beat my ass for, for a round or two. Not that I had to do much letting, but... <laughs> no. No. Give me, I blade. I'll, I'll blade in the first, show some color, and then that's I'm right. gone. I'm gone. Like, there there just, we go. Just throw one kick. Oh, that's it. Oh. Oh. And that's it. <laughs> oh, man. So, you're wearing a shirt today, repping your DR that's home right. country. That is not my home country, but it's your home country. That's right. The motherland. Okay. It's fitting you kind of tight. Those arbichuelas are really hitting. Yeah. Damn. You know, you like that show. Yeah. Now, so. You can see my hard nipples. Big shout out to <laughs> Big Poppy. Hi. Wow. L- listen, that story is about as classic Dominican a story <laughs> as is possible. He was banging some dudes. So apparently, I mean, this is all still conjecture. He was banging some drug dealer's chick. Oh. She's a... Smoke show. Yeah, she's super hot, but she's also supposedly done porn. I mean, this is stuff my old man told me today, so I don't know how (laughs) true that shit is either. But, you know, supposedly he's been tapping that for seven years. Whoa. And I guess her pimp boyfriend drug dealer guy was cool with it when he was getting money from it, but I I guess this started going to be happening behind his back, and that's when he got heated. And send all this other fucking loser to go shoot Big Bobby. Yo, that guy got the shit kicked out of him. So, you know, and it was crazy because there was like all this this shit talking about how in the hospital, Big Bobby was like, oh, don't let me die. I'm a good man or whatever. Yeah. Papa, when your wife gets done with you now, you're going <laughs> to wish, wish you were dead. that they fucking let you die. Mm-hmm. Tiffany is going to fuck your life up, dude. Oh, yeah. You just you just lost that Cushy Fox gig mm-hmm. doing post pre and post game. Yep. Half your money. If you didn't mm-hmm. have a prenup, I hope you did. I hope you did. <laughs> it's not looking good, but I hope you did. Just you're done. Yeah, yeah. It sucks, but whatever. The bigger, the bigger reason I'm wearing the shirt is just all this shit that I'm seeing about. Oh my god, don't go to DR. It's so dangerous. And like, I just put up a post about this on our fucking on, on our Instagram page. Uh-huh. And here's like my my point. Yeah. If we're gonna if we're gonna say that you can't go to a country. Because a handful of fucked up incidents have happened. Dude, Alabama exists in this country. The shit at the border exists in this country. Like, Flint, Michigan still doesn't have clean water. 
So I don't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> I just don't want to hear it. It sucks that it's it, you know whatever it is ha- that's happening and if people are getting hurt, it sucks. I I I'm not defending it, but this conjecture that it's a dangerous place and people shouldn't go there now is just fucking stupid. It's overhyped social media stupidity, and this is exactly why I wanted to stay off fucking social media in the first place. And now you're here. Yeah, I and remember. Now we're here. It was great. Our boy, uh, not your normal hero, uh, giving you props for doing the show during yeah. the Mets <laughs> Rebel. Yankees game. So, yo, by the way, check out his Instagram page. Really fucking cool dope ass photographer. Photos, yeah. yeah, great for- sports photos. All right, man. So that kind of ends uh, the atmosphere. We've touched up on the little things that we wanted to touch up on. I think we've got a really cool, um, larger subject. Yeah. Today, it's time to get serious. For those of you joining the show for the first time, this is where we kind of deep dive into a more serious topic, and we call it our AP class, <laughs> because this is like where you got to do work. So Yeah. So we, here's the thing, and we'll tell you where the premise came from on this, right? Black, as you know, over the course of this show, and if you've listened to him, is a uh, he's a bleeding heart liberal. He's so <laughs> bleeding that or he's, his heart is so big that he is part of the Heart Foundation. Sure. All right. He loves the Heart Foundation. It's his favorite stable ever, ever. in WWE. With that said, he has he is vehemently against almost ninety nine point nine percent of anything that comes out of our Capitan president's mouth. Okay, there may be like one or two things that he's ever said ever Trump that he might agree with, and they may all involve being about the Yankees. So <laughs> I can't think. Yeah, I can't think of one. Conversely. Half is slightly more conservative. Yes. Fiscally conservative, socially liberal. Yeah. So that's what you got. You got a, a bleeding heart liberal, a fiscal conservative, and we both happen to be on the same page on this one aspect of what is going on in American politics right now. Absolutely. And that is whether or not Donald Trump should be impeached. Or they should start impeachment proceedings. Correct. So before we get that far, I thought it was important to discuss exactly what impeachment is for me because i i fell asleep during history class okay and civics it was civics right that's what we talked about civics seventh grade and then history 10th uh wait didn't we when when was the history uh changed like halfway in the year was that is that 12 no that's 12 which it's ap government and economics no i didn't do any ap classes man i wasn't that smart okay well it's government and economics yeah there you go there you go economics i just did i did ap where, where they don't teach you about Taxes and loans. Correct. And they teach you stuff. about other shit, yeah. but they do teach you how impeachment works. And I didn't. I was uh, not. Also, there. we it, it was pretty relevant in our time because of Clinton. Yeah. All I know is that the dude got a, a, a blowy and almost got impeached for it. I have the actual snippets from the actual fucking Constitution. You know what's really funny is we should start this uh, this section off with a uh, slop on my knob, like coat on the cop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Impeachment in and of itself does not mean to remove the president from office or conduct a criminal trial. The House of Representatives, in this case, in when we're talking about the president, mm-hmm. the lower house of government, mm-hmm. which in this case is the House of Representatives, mm-hmm. they have to bring about impeachment charges, okay. which is to say, hang on, I'll read you the exact fucking shit right here. Impeachment in the United States is the process by which the lower house of a legislature brings charges against a civil officer of government for crimes alleged to have been committed, analogous to the bringing of an indictment by a grand jury. At the federal level, this is at the discretion of the House of Representatives. 
The impeached official, official remains in office until a trial is held. The trial is presided over by the Senate. Gotcha. So, basically, House of Reps brings charges. Okay. Then the Senate has to conduct a trial, then decide, you know, by a two-thirds majority. Yeah, that it's... That if, there's a con- <clears throat> if there's a conviction, that yeah. the Senate convicts you. So, this is actual from the Constitution itself. Article 1, Section 2, Clause 5. The House of Representatives shall have the sole power of impeachment. That's an abridged, paraphrasing yeah. version of that. Article 1, Section 3, Clauses 6 and 7. The Senate shall have the sole power to try all impeachments. When sitting for that purpose, they shall be on oath or affirmation. When the President of the United States is tried, the Chief Justice shall preside. And no person shall be convicted without the concurrence of two-thirds of the members present. Judgment in cases of impeachment shall not extend further than to removal from office and disqualification to hold, hold and enjoy any office of honor trust or profit under the united states but the party convicted shall nevertheless be liable and subject to indictment trial judgment and punishment according to law gotcha article 2 section 2 the president shall have power to grant reprieves and pardons for offenses against the united states except in cases of impeachment okay and article 2 section 4 the president vice president and all civil officers of the u.s shall be removed from office on impeachment for and conviction of treason bribery or other high crimes and misdemeanors okay so the high crimes and misdemeanors is something to talk is something to focus on because that is very loosely defined. So that's where the obstruction of justice would come in. Correct. Okay. So, so I think based on the findings that have been slowly coming out of the Mueller, the Mueller report, report. Uh, based on the one thousand attorney generals who have fucking <laughs> reviewed it and said yes, there's enough evidence to say that he obstructed justice, and so on and so forth. It's been a very popular thing right now, especially amongst the more aggressive Democrats, yes. to call for the impeachment of the president. Mm-hmm. Nancy Pelosi has been steadfast, uh, steadfast in de- not wanting to do it. Yes, um, she's got a lot of criticism for it. Absolutely, even from my girl Jenny from the Block, mm-hmm. aka Alexandra Ocasio Cortez, who I emailed for commentary on this story, and she ignored it. Bye-bye. But I, but I tried. So we're saying that. We reached out to the offices of AOC, and she no commented us. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I tried. So. That's like that time I, I, I applied for Harvard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Knowing goddamn well I wasn't going to get in. I got a shirt, though. That's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's great. That's great. It's a great story. Uh, so, me being the bleeding heart guy, you would expect that I'd be all about it. I think trump sucks yeah. i think his entire administration sucks i think they're all a bunch of crooks and con men and i would love to see them out of office yes i don't think we should proceed with the impeachment proceedings based on the definition of impeachment shocking and i think the the what helped sway me was i was on uh one of my favorite instagram pages uh at d's the liberal d-e-e yes Z, yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. liberal he's had a bunch of names because they keep fucking banning his accounts really yeah and I actually asked him for permission to reference him on this episode, and he acquiesced, so I appreciate oh, nice. it, bud. And he was the first person that I saw that that is a liberal that was like, don't fucking nah, do it. don't do this. And the reason why he didn't think, and you know, now I don't think, is the important part of this conversation is that the Senate conducts the actual trial. Yes. And right now, the Senate it is, is Republican-controlled. By- yes. And there is no way... In shit hell that Lindsey Graham or Mitch McConnell would ever convict hey, Trump. Hey, call him the turtle, Mitch McConnell. 
those two guys have their heads so far up Donald Trump's ass. It's human centipede on the most extreme level imaginable. Mm-hmm. Like, he shits and it comes out of fucking Ted Cruz's asshole. That's how bad that chain goes. It sucks. There's no way. So, if the House of Representatives calls for an impeachment proceeding and the Senate tries it, this guy's going to walk. And his base is going to be like, you see, he beats you. And you're just going to empower them and and yep. embolden them and mobilize them some more. And we don't want that. We want to lull these people to sleep. Put them to bed. Stop talking shit about Trump. Just let it ride. Let it simmer. Let these guys think they've won. You survived And then two vote years. them the fuck out of office next year. Then you can charge him with whatever the fuck you want. Well, what day is inauguration? January 11th? Yes. January 13th, whatever. Yes, I think so. The no. day after. Yeah, January 13th. Yeah. The <clears> day <throat> after. Walk to Trump Tower or to a stupid golf course. Wherever he's at. Put his fucking, ha- put the handcuffs <clears> on <throat> and you're going to walk him right down to Rikers. Yeah. You don't even need a fucking trial. He's, you're all, here's all the evidence. You're going to Rikers. But right now, you're going to waste that bullet for no reason. No, I agree. I agree with you. I think um, it would be dumb to get involved in this. You're right. The long play is to have all these investigations in him. That's how you agitate him more. If you don't want him to do anything, if you want him to be busy for the next year and a half, and now what you're saying is that you have you have the right to open up as many investigations as you want because Congress can do that, correct? Now they start to distract him. Now he's got to be on the campaign trail fighting against Biden or Bernie or whomever it may be, right? He's got to be focused on that. <clears throat> he's got to be focused on still being the president, whether or not he's actually been doing that while he's there. And then he's got to focus on all of these investigations because, you know, if they start going after Ivanka and Dum Dum Jr. and yeah, all of them. Do that. Crumble the power structure around him. Yes. Start. Here's the only problem. Here's where I'm going to devil's advocate on that idea that I just presented. He's already defied. Everything. Congress. Yeah. Several people who've been subpoenaed that he's gone to them and said, don't show up. And they've gone and he's gotten away with it. Mm-hmm. He's gotten away with it. And the people who haven't shown up have gone, have gone away with it. I don't know what the move is now to counteract that. I don't know if they have to, if you don't come, you'll be held in contempt and you could face fucking jail time. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Maybe that's it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But he's literally defying the will of Congress yeah. when he's telling these people not to show up for these hearings. So that's what kind of scares me in, in that vein. But if you find a way to put some teeth behind these summons for these hearings, mm-hmm. just do that. Crumble away, t- start targeting the power structure around him. Yeah. And then when the day comes, there will be no barriers, there will be no buffers left, and then he's yours. Yeah, it's This is how Done. you crumble an empire. Oh. Do it that way. Don't waste your fucking bullet. It's not going to do anything right now. Do you believe that if, and I'll fight a little bit on the other side, do you believe that if we don't do it now while he's in power, that the American public is just going to kind of forget about it and focus on other things? I think I, it's it's a concern. I think there's a way, if you do how we're talking about, where you're constantly going after his mm-hmm. cronies. Yeah. And that's constantly in the public eye. Um, is it in the public eye still if he's no longer president? Yeah, but by then it won't matter. I'm just asking. Like, that's the thing. Uh, you hit people like this- with, with apathy. So what will happen is... If you're doing it now, if you're sitting there and you're like, I'm going for the king now, 
because later nobody's going to care. Right. Then <clears throat> the thing they, is, though, is that he is was that a valid point. He's always been a public figure, though. Yes. So because he's always been a public figure, it's not like he's going to fade into obscurity even after he leaves I don't office. I he'll ever let himself fade into obscurity. No, so, you're right. You're right. right. So you're his right. ego, his ego will mm-hmm. not allow him to 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 let that apathy spread mm-hmm. because he doesn't like that. He's got a tweet storm at Bette Midler at 3.30 in the morning <laughs> to avoid that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So he, I, I think that's, a, that's just hand him the shovel. He'll dig his own grave when it comes to that regard. Okay. He'll keep himself relevant enough so that when they do come, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be a big story. Yeah. And yeah. I agree with you. I think, I think impeachment is, is dumb. It's a dumb idea. It focus, it takes a lot of the focus of what we can do now um, off of the things that need to be focused on and just puts it on this case that you have to build against the president of the United States. Um, also, it's not just going to be a case that's going to be fought in the in in these courtrooms and in the Senate. It's going to be a case that's going to be fought in the, 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 in the, the court of public opinion. You're going to have Fox News on one end. You're going to have uh, MSNBC on the other just yelling at each other all day about, oh, they should be impeached. They should be impeached. Um, uh, what I worry about is where do we go from here? And where we go from 2020, like, if, so let me ask you this, if he wins 2020, do you, well, it depends on how, if he wins 2020, but you flip the Senate, fire away. Okay. That's what, that was my question was if he wins 2020, uh, then do you, do you go for impeachment? Just, but you have to flip the Senate. Okay. So if you, if you are the democratic party and you cannot read the tea leaves well enough, to anticipate he's going to win and to focus where you need to focus, which is on flipping the Senate, Mm -hmm. then you're not doing your job. Yeah. You know, that personally, Mm -hmm. I think it's more important just for the Mm -hmm. long-term benefit of the country that he, even if he wins, that you flip the Senate in 2020. And then That you maintain the House and you flip the Senate. If that doesn't happen... If you can't get rid of McConnell, Lindsey Graham, Ted Cruz, you're you're done. Okay, all right. Um, because they're always just going to keep propping him up. Yeah, and, and they'll and, prop up his replacement, and his replacement after that, and his replacement after that. And so then, what I want to ask is this: Why do we have these Democrats clamoring for? Because they because th- there is something to be said. And I understand their passion for it. Mm-hmm. There is something to be said about letting this ridiculous man baby stay in power <laughs> and act like he can get away with fucking murder, uh-huh. right? And and not check him. Okay. You know, there's there's it's a powerful argument because it's not just about what you teach him. It's about what you teach every president down the road. This is your line, right? Yeah. You can't cross the Rubicon here. Habitual line steppers. You know, and he's he's shit on the line. Forget crossing it or stepping over it. He's shit all over it and laughed at them while he's doing it. And then tried to build a wall on it. Right. So he's got you. I understand the, the compulsion to want to put him in his place. And especially after the Mueller report, after two years of it, and him, you know, claiming victory and he brags about it. Yeah. And you, that's a slap in their face. I get it. So egotistically and just morally. Mm-hmm. They know that allowing him another two years could do a lot of damage because mm-hmm. he can. He can do a lot of fucked up things in the remaining two years. Mm-hmm. So I, I understand the, the, the reasoning about 
trying to get him out of office as soon as possible. Okay. But Nancy Pelosi said it best, bro. I don't want him impeached. I want him in prison. I think the president wants us to impeach him. You think he wants us okay. to impeach him? Well, he, he, he knows it's not a good idea to be impeached, but mm-hmm. the silver lining for him is then he believes that he would be exonerated by the United States Senate. I see. And there is a school of thought that says if the Senate acquits you, why bring uh, uh, charges against him in the private sector when he's no longer president? I think that will send a clearer and louder message than anything else. Okay. So that's that's the case against, against impeachment. impeachment. All right. I mean, it's a great case, and I think it's I think it's valid. I think all the points are valid. Man, you know, at this point, I think it would be more embarrassing to him to lose the election than it would be to be impeached. Yeah. Because if he loses the election, the facts, even though he always twists the facts, right? The facts aren't going to lie. Let it ride, man. 2020, vote him out. Vote him out, dude. Vote him out and then make sure that whatever justices are, whatever conservative justices are left that are approaching a retirement age, that there's a de- there's a Democratic president in the White House that you can that will pick sure the replacement. Make sure the stairs are slippery. And- yeah. Fucking do something. And I, I, send him to, send him to Punta Cana. <laughs> Tell him to drink from the mini bar. <laughs> wait, isn't Punta Cana in, in, in Mexico? No. no. Or no, was it DR? Punta Cana. Oh, wait, isn't Punta? Oh yeah, you're right. Damn, goddamn, bro. <laughs> All right. Time out. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy Black. So when Half and I originally recorded the show, we did the free period segment, which was about wrestling, before we did the AP class segment, which was about. Uh, impeachment Uh, but then during the editing process I figured that the people who don't like wrestling probably don't want to sit through that to get to the impeachment segment so I decided just to swap it Um, so if you hear the transitions sound a little wonky there you know why all right back to the show time in before we get into like the serious talk yes we're gonna have some fun okay we're gonna talk about something that's very near and dear to our hearts that's right and uh, you know this is our free period this is where we get to just Talk a lot, talk shit about whatever we want. And in this particular case, mage. Please don't do that. (laughs) Please don't do that. So wrestling talk. Wrestling talk. It's been a while since we've discussed it. It's been a while. There's been a lot going on. Oh, there a lot of things that probably shouldn't have happened. Also, where do you want to start, dude? Let's just start with it all. Let's go. From the we can't start with it. <laughs> we can't start with it all. <laughs> okay, so let's start with the biggest thing, right? Out of all of them. Okay. AEW. Okay. AEW. Wow, that's the biggest thing. I mean, it is. It's the newest promotion, right? So okay. it came out. They finally had their show. They're no longer just a sole t-shirt company. Sure. Right? Um, <clears throat> so AEW or All Elite Wrestling was started by wrestlers. Yes. It um, was started by the Young Bucks. Um, it Co- was uh, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes and Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega has been part of at least the top three wrestlers, uh, according to PWI, for the last four years, probably, yeah. four or five years. Um, he's always up there, him and Okada. If you've never seen uh, Kenny Omega, I wouldn't suggest watching his double or nothing match against Jericho. It probably wasn't his best outing. It was good, yeah. but it wasn't his best outing. Go back and watch his old New Japan stuff. Yeah, um, him, and, him and Okada. Him and Okada. The Okada. Him and Okada matches are great. So go watch those. Those are amazing. Um, him and Jericho from Wrestle Kingdom 13 was just legit amazing. Yeah, They started this company along with Tony Khan, Tony who Khan. is the son of the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yes. 
and he dropped I don't know boatload of money into uh, it. Uh, the the rumor is a hundred mil. Okay, they are they have secured a TV deal to air TNT. on TNT on, on Tuesdays. Tuesdays, so they're yep. not going to go head to head with the big dogs for nope. now. They're actually going to fill in what would be a habit vo- habit wrestling void that SmackDown will leave when SmackDown moves to Fridays when they go to Fox. Sure. And they have poached some talent from WWE, I a mean, lot from most of the, more from the indie scene. Call it poaching if the guy left and wanted to go there. Yeah, well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I, what I mean is that they, they've, acqu- fine, they've acquired. Yeah, absolutely. They've acquired some talent. So here's the thing. Cody Rhodes was in WWE at one point. He was, um, he's the son of oh, the great Dusty. And the American Dream Dusty Rhodes. And brother of Dustin, also known as Goldust. Gold um, so Cody was there. He... Uh, I wouldn't say he flamed out, but he just... Yeah, they saddled it. him with a stupid fucking character. Yes, Starboy or whatever it was. Stardust. Stardust he yeah. did an amazing job with it at first. Mm-hmm. When they finally built that to... Uh, when, he, when he got it over and built it to like a point where you could make some money off of it, they fucking turned the switch and made him just a comedy character. They blew their chance to have what would have been the brother versus brother match that they wanted at the time at WrestleMania, and that would have been really cool, and they just wasted it. Yeah. So Cody Rhodes got fed up, left. Went to, went went to, to New Japan and Ring of Honor. J- didn't sign exclusively anywhere. Nope. Just bounced from indie promotion to indie promotion, rebuilt his brand, his own character, started calling himself the American Nightmare. Which is great. Couldn't use Rhodes as a last name. He because, is now, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is now. He's calling himself Cody Rhodes. The Rhodes brothers, you know, Dustin's over there, too. Um, so them, the Young Bucks, who are Matt and Nick Jackson, they were a tag team, never been in the WWE. Uh, same thing with Kenny Omega, never been in the WWE, came his way of Canada, went to Japan, made his bones there. Uh, Matt and Nick Jackson did a lot of indies, PWG, Pro Wrestling Guerrilla. They did ROH, that kind of stuff. They were in Impact for a minute and were gone. So these guys decided that they wanted to make a wrestling promotion for wrestlers. Well, the, fir- the first thing was that they, they made a show on their own. Yes, a YouTube they, they, show. They, well, no, no, well, besides the YouTube show, but yes, they did a, U- a YouTube show that did help you know, advance their brand and whatever. But they they actually put on a wrestling event on their yes. own, yes. which was All In. All In, yes. Last year. Yes, last year. At the, at the Sears Center in, uh, in, Chicago. In, in Chicago. And it was wildly successful, sold out 10,000 uh-huh. seats in like 30 minutes or yep. some crazy shit like that. Uh-huh. Uh, despite what all the industry insiders said wasn't wasn't going to be possible. So the rumor about All In was that it got started because Dave Meltzer of Dave Meltzer's old crotchety wrestling podcast um, said that they couldn't sell out their own show. And Cody and the Young Bucks and Kenny were like... Want to bet? Want to bet? Yeah. And it wasn't just them. It was Marty Scroll. Uh, it was Hangman Page. Yeah. All of those guys. Scroll is still locked up in his ROH contract and with in New Japan, so he's over there. Um, but Hangman Page came over to AEW, so yeah, um, they did, and they've been making money, and they yeah, had a so game All In was really successful. Yeah. So then that's when Tony Khan got involved. Mm-hmm. They got Chris Jericho. Yep. Um, they put on that their show last month, right? No. It was May? Yeah, two May. weeks ago, right? Yeah. Oh, well, May. Okay, yeah. Yeah. They put on Double or Nothing in Vegas. It was amazing. Yeah, uh, it was cool. It was ama- the last three matches were some of the best wrestling you'll see. So you had the anywhere. brother versus brother match. You had Dustin versus uh, Cody Rhodes. Uh, yeah, good. Dustin uh, Goldust probably shouldn't have bladed so early, but but it was awesome. It was great. Yeah. Um, then following that, you had what is probably the match of the night in the tag team match. Yeah, the tag match for with sure. the young bucks. Young bucks versus the Lucha Bros. That's Pent, uh, Penta Junior and Pentagon Junior Phoenix and Phoenix. Those yeah. two are set of those guys are amazing. Yeah, yeah, great. 
great, great, yeah. great, great, great. Um, Amazing wrestler. And then it was followed. It was finished by um, Jericho versus Kenny Omega in a rematch of Wrestle Kingdom 13. Uh, <clears throat> Jericho, the person who won that match, would win the right to fight for the AEW title. And then Jericho won that ma- match straight up, by the way, which was oh, okay, I went with. After which, John Moxley came out, a.k.a. Dean Ambrose, yeah. a.k.a. one part of the Shield, a.k.a. I shoot on you from the Jericho podcast, came out and uh, beat, him, beat, beat him the both hell up. out of everybody. And then gave Kenny Omega a Dirty Deeds on top of some poker he's chips. Got, he's got to get rid of that fucking finisher. Yeah. And then he tossed some. So he tossed him off there. Uh, then Moxley showed up in New Japan. Yeah. And, and won. And beat Juice Robinson, who of NXT fame. for Who the, was he in NXT? Juice Robinson? He was in NXT. Who was he? Uh, I, I forgot what his name was, but he was there. Was he the dude that was like the environmental guy? I think guy? so. Yeah, he yeah. was. He was the hippie guy, yeah. So yeah, Juice dude. Robinson, who was at the time the North American champion for uh, New Japan, lost and at Dominion. John Moxley gets that title now. And then now John Moxley has entered himself into the G1 Classic. Which, which is, is what? Okay, so the G1 is a tournament style uh, wrestler. You have blocks. Each wrestler faces each other. So it's not like a, a round robin where you, where you drop out. You just Every time you, you face somebody, you get points for winning and that kind of thing. So currently... Oh, okay. Last year, I'll tell you a couple names that were in there. Kenny Omega was in there. Uh, There's nobody else you would know. Okada was in there. Okay. You'd know Okada. Switchblade, Jay White, uh, leader of the Bullet Club, was in there. You had... um, Who else was in there? Was Ibushi Ibushi in there? Ibushi was in there. Ibushi will probably be in there. So this year, that's what I'm getting at. This year, the G1 is going to have Moxley. It's going to have Kenta, a.k.a. Hideo Itami. Who left fucking... Who left WWE to go go over there. Wasted him. Yep. It's going to have, you can assume it's going to have Ibushi, it's going to have Naito, it's going to have Okada. This is going to be an event you're going to want to watch. All of these matches are really good. There are some that are comedy, right? Like There are some that are kind of funny, but most of them are going to be really good matches. And it's like a month of just straight, holy shit, shit wrestling. The winner of the G1 usually gets the, I think it's almost like the money in the bank. And I'm going to get yelled at by people because I'm not fully in the know. But like they get to, nah, um, there's no, there's no, fight. there's no one that's smarky enough that listens to this. That's yeah, probably be able to tell you. I think they get to fight at Wrestle Kingdom, honestly. Okay, which is like their which big their WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Okay, yeah. So it should be fun. It's gonna be a really good time. Uh, that's the indie scene, basically. Sure. And now in WWE. Ugh. Well, hold on. Okay. So I, I do want to kind of touch on. There has been a lot of criticism, not a lot, but there has been some criticism about the AEW show. Okay. Um, specifically, we were, you know, on on <laughs> on Cheap Heat, yes, which is a wrestling podcast hosted by Peter Rosenberg and your boy, that guy Greg, who we've mentioned before that I have a blood feud with, <laughs> even though he has no idea who I am, but he fucking hates Shawn Michaels and whatever, blow me, and loves Bret Hart. Yeah, how how do you like them apples right now? But <laughs> um. I will say one thing I agree with Peter Rosenberg on that episode was the commentary was a problem. Yeah. For it was AEW. Bad. It was bad. Jim Ross is great, but he's old. Mm-hmm. And the other two guys were just I'll tell you dead another thing that, that, they, that they pointed out that I hadn't noticed only because I watched I watched Double or Nothing after the fact is the dead time in between matches. They need those packages. Those video packages do so much. Here's the problem. That's part of what makes these fucking shows so long, dude. You cut them down so you can get the ring cleaned up and everything else, and then you can reset. That's it. Just cut the fucking video package. That's it, man. Because, man, 
every WWE pay per view now is like five hours. I get it because it's a eleven minute Unless fucking it's in Saudi Arabia, and it feels like it's forever. Yeah, because it's a fucking eleven minute video package. I get you. So I, I understand. There's got to. I understand. There's got to be something else they can do. Okay. Maybe cut to like a backstage promo, like mm-hmm. old school Mean Gene Orkelin. Yeah. Okay, that'd be cool. You know, yeah. but for that you gotta let you gotta have people who can talk <laughs> and people who who you allow. Yeah, one of the concerns talk. is that these guys, the wrestlers, get to write their own stuff and do the like. That's going to be great if you've got talkers, like right. you've got MJF and those guys who know how to do it. Right. It's going to really suck if you've got. But the only way they're going to get better is to let them do it. Absolutely, understood. So I understood, understood. You understood. know, I, I think they got to. I, I think they got to try it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm excited about AW. It's going to be an alternative to watch, man. Yeah, yeah. and uh, <clears throat> you know, they they there's potential. It's I'm, it's nowhere near. No. A competition yet. For WWE, yeah, but no, whatever. That said, God, WWE has damn. been hot trash. Woo! Recently, out by the curb. Like holy crap! It's been really bad. The other day, I heard that Monday Night Raw on a three-hour show had four matches. Yes. And then on the Hulu version, which is condensed to ninety minutes, uh-huh. they cut out one of the four From matches. Cesaro versus Ricochet. Yeah. Which was probably the best match of the night. Yep. What the fuck are they doing? Triple H, save us. What the fuck is Vince doing? And, mock, you know, back to this, these cheap heat jabronis, because this is where I really got fucking hot. <laughs> I actually agree with them. They were they were talking so much shit about John Moxley's interview on Jericho, when John mm-hmm. Moxley was talking about how, you know, how fucked up the WWE creative system is and, and all this shit. And he, here's my two-part problem. Number one, their viewpoint that there was nothing revelatory about what they were saying, I find it... Uh, easy for them to say because they are pseudo insiders. Yes. Right? <clears throat> they have more knowledge than your average mark Agreed. or fan. Agreed. Right? So <clears throat> that's bullshit. Okay? And I, I've never been backstage at a WWE event. He has. So, of course, he's seen, he's exposed to more of how that process works. I don't know any, I'm not friends with any fucking WWE wrestlers. He is. Okay. So, yeah, to him it's not revelatory because he's probably been fucking sitting over drinks with some of those guys and girls and they've told him this Just shit. Doing, yeah, exactly. But for me, who, you know, have only heard it and read it on dirt sheets, not straight from someone's mouth, it mm-hmm. is kind of revelatory. Number one. Number two, and here's the, the bigger issue, is they were picking on the things that, yeah, maybe it's obvious that Vince, you know, has bad ideas and tries to shove bad ideas down your throat. Mm-hmm. But why? How is it not revelatory about, for instance, the line that they wanted John Moxley to say about Roman Reigns that John Moxley refused to say? Do we know that that's true, though? But that doesn't right. That's they aren't arguing the veracity of his commentary. They're just saying that it wasn't impactful. Okay. So if they want to argue if it's true or not, I would have supported that argument. But their argument is that what he said wasn't impactful, wasn't as big a deal as people have the general public has made it out to be and that's where i disagree because i'm sorry the shit that he refused to say it's a fucked up line dude you know i i wouldn't have said that shit about any of my friends no matter how much you pay me on my job okay because your boy got cancer you're not you're not making a reference to him getting killed by god on national television i can't you're right you're right you're right you're right you're right so that's that's just my beef with that I, i you know i thought he shared Enough insights along with just the general complaints that we've all heard as rumor uh-huh. before to where I, it was an interesting podcast. It wasn't fucking life-changing, right? Like, my life didn't 
alter in any way, shape, or form mm-hmm. before and after. But it's a wrestling podcast. You should. That's not what you should be expecting. Yeah. But you know, as someone who's not an insider, it I thought some insight. I thought there was good information there. Yeah. And you know, when you hear about him, you know why? Like the explanation of why he ended up with a gas mask. Yeah, that was like we all watched it and we're like, "What the fuck is going on with the gas mask?" Maybe Peter Rosenberg knew. Yeah. But I didn't know that shit. Yeah, Did no, you know that shit? No. Hell All right. No. So then I don't want to hear the shit I, of how I, it wasn't I, revelatory. I just, I just thought he was he was he was Bane. Right. I thought I thought I thought there was gonna be something whatever, and then it ended up being something stupid because and Vince. here's so then here's the other part Hooper was scooper. was them talking shit about how oh he wouldn't be he wouldn't have been anything without the shield and he wouldn't have been able to get himself over anyway. Yeah. Well, if he was being given all of this crap. And getting it over to the point where we thought it was about a Bane reference instead uh-huh. of the dumb shit that they were wanting him to do. That, that means the guy's good. The guy's I mean, really good at his job. He's a good wrestler. Like, that's not deniable. No, he's a good talker. When they let him say, when they let him do his thing, he's a good talker. He was, do you think he was the best talker of the Shield? Easily. Okay. I just, all, all I'm asking is that there was, you know, I... So. Especially in the beginning shield. Right. Yeah. Later on, I never saw whatever. the beginning shield. Like beginning beginning shield when it was just they they'd have the handheld camera and they'd say their quick little thing and fucking Roman Reigns would just say, believe that, and that's all he'd say. And Rollins would say some shit. It was Ambrose who, who was charged with being the mouthpiece. Getting everybody and over. getting it over okay. and getting them over. And he did a wonderful job with it. So whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not saying he's my fucking favorite wrestler. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not heartbroken that John Moxley's no longer in WWE. But to minimize and diminish his his feelings about his job, yeah. as just as a human being, to just fucking shit on how he felt about his job. Why? What is the necessity to cut so, to perpetually cut someone down for expressing their opinion? I just I, that shit pissed me off. Okay, Jesus, you're really angry about this. Yeah, I didn't like it. Okay, let's talk about something you loved. Having events in Saudi Arabia. Oh, I didn't watch. Yeah. I haven't I haven't watched main roster WWE since WrestleMania. Cool. Then you know what? Let's ignore it. I'm not lying. Let's ignore it. NXT, though. NXT, though. Let's talk about some NXT. That takeover was legit. It's Adam Cole. Adam Cole, baby. Yeah. Adam Cole is your new NXT champion. Listen, my four-year-old son has been watching wrestling with me. Uh-huh. But his attention span isn't great. Yeah. He was on the edge. He has no idea who Adam Cole is or what his history is. He has no idea who Johnny Gargano is or what his history is. He was just happened to be watching with me and the girls. And this kid was on the edge of his seat while we were watching that match. He was going nuts for Johnny Gargano. He hated fucking Adam Cole. Every time I'm in the car now, I put on Adam Cole's song. He loses his fucking mind. It's that match... Captured the attention of a four-year-old. Yeah. Of a four-year-old. I know. Who has no idea what he's watching or why he's watching it. Other than his old man's watching yeah. it. Yeah. And he just riveted. Riveted. Not let's Forget the girls. Because the girls were just going crazy. But the, when I saw the kid that invested in it, I was like, Dude, these guys are fucking good. Dude. Yeah, man. Such a good fucking match. Yeah, man. And the tag match earlier yeah, that the night was, match was great. Great with the Street Profits winning, I was all about that. Yeah, so was I. Bro. Did you know he's married to Bianca Belair? I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, you didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, they're all like in it together. Yeah, it's for super cool. Yeah. Um, and then Matt Riddle versus um, Roddy, Roddy Strong. Strong, dude, bro. Can I tell and you then, something? Roddy Strong 
not being on the main raw. I mean, it's I'm glad because I'm glad they'd waste him, yeah. but that guy is a star. You know what he'd be on the main roster, right? He he wouldn't even be Dolph Ziggler. He'd be a poor man's Dolph Ziggler. No, he'd be Bobby Roode. <sighs> yep. See, okay, can I tell you something? Other than that awesome entrance song, I, I didn't watch a lot of Bobby Roode shit in TNA. Mm-hmm. When he was the NXT champion, I wasn't like, whatever. I've never been a big Bobby Roode guy. Yep. Can he go? Sure, he yeah. can go. Um, the, the, the match that he had with Shinsuke for when he won the yeah. title... This was alright. It was good. Yeah, it's probably my least favorite title match I've seen on NXT that I've seen. I yeah. didn't see a lot of the earlier ones, mm-hmm. but no, I think he'd be. I think he'd be fucking Fandango. Yeah, they'd waste him. Oh, speaking of which, <sighs> Tyler Breeze and Dream. Woo! What a fucking good match. Great dude. match. Unbelievable. Great match. Worst match of the night was the women's match, and that wasn't even bad. No, no it wasn't it was a just, bad match. It just was, it was just an. You know what's funny is that it was like a straight up wrestling match. Like yeah. it was just. But it, no, was, but it was and it was, it was good. good because they they targeted body parts. Mm, they yeah. did old school wrestling storytelling. Exactly. I don't know if you saw this. The, the, the our our friends in that chat that were in posted this about from from Velveteen Dream. Yes. When he was defending Vince. Yes, I saw. What do you think about that? I mean, to a, to a certain extent, I get it. I get uh, what he's trying to say. What he said in the long and the short was that Vince. Writes and can do all he can, but if the actors aren't acting correctly and they're not doing, if they're not getting you invested, it's That's on, on them, them. You know, your point about Moxley being good even with the garbage he was given, that kind of le- lends to Dream's point, right? But the problem is that it's still for you as the entertainer. It's cre- it's as for you as the entertainer. It's creatively stifling to have to de- have to w- like work under those conditions all the time. I get it. But we're in a good place right now. Wrestling is in a good place. Cause look, Overall, yeah. Just just because Monday Night Raw sucks the fucking fat toe of a fucking dead frog. Yeah. It doesn't mean wrestling overall is not yeah, in a healthy when you've place. Got, when you've got Aleister Black begging people to fight him, you're you're in a bad place. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get there again. It'll, it'll pop again and something will happen. Yeah, I mean. Well, by no means. And this is what I hear from most wrestling fans. By no means are they giving up on WWE. It's just that they're excited about AEW because... It offers it offers an alternative. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's and it's and it offers the alternative in the way that fans of our generation want, yeah, which exactly. is give me good matches, give me a halfway decent reason why this match is going on. I don't it doesn't need to be overly complicated. Yeah. Just this guy wants to fight that guy because he wants to win a match. Yeah. Tommy Dreamer said it the best. He's like, "Listen, you don't need that much story for wrestling matches." Uh. Like, "Ooh, question." And I'm and I I think I have an opinion. I really didn't like I always thought Roman didn't fit the shield, right? And mind you, I came into the shield late. Late, yeah. And I always thought he didn't fit. Seth, Dean, like, those guys are indie dudes. Roman was a little too polished and a little too more of the corporate guy, right? Mm-hmm. Love the bloodline, though. That's what they're calling them now. Him and the Usos. Oh, okay. So, like, now they're together. I didn't know that. That's yeah, cool. Yeah, that's cool. Now, I had a, I, was talk, I have another wrestling trap that I'm in, uh, and I was talking to them, and I was like, yeah, USA is putting a... I, I, Told them, I said, USA put them together. USA told Vince, hey, let's put these guys together. Why? Because USA is owned by Universal. Fast and Furious. Universal just made Fast and Furious Hobbs and Shaw. Which stars Roman Roman Reigns. As a Samoan. Yeah. Ah, I think I I dig it. I was like, yeah. It's also one of the things why I, I, before Roman went over to SmackDown, I was telling these guys, I was like, Roman's going to go to SmackDown. Like, get the hell. How is he going to ever leave Raw? He's never leaving Raw. I go, SmackDown's got football. Roman did football once. They can put him on all of the Saturdays and Sunday Sunday specials. Boom. There you go. Yep. Guess where Roman's at right now? SmackDown. Boom. Um, Guess what? I have a really strong feeling that Brock is cashing in on Kofi. 
because guess what? Guess God. what they have? Then Brock will be where? SmackDown on Fox. Brock Brock Lesnar, just go away. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. Kind of like Brock Party. Him doing that stupid dance. Is hilarious. I didn't watch it. Again, and if you want to get back to the main roster, the 24/7 belt. What are your thoughts on the 24/7 belt? I haven't watched any of this stuff. It's hilarious. You were telling me earlier. Yeah. I saw. I read the thing about the elevator. Yeah, they all got stuck in the elevator. So I, listen, it's conceptually, it's it's a. I think it's interesting if they if they have fun with it, how they're having. Let them. Uh, if you kind of just let them do it's their thing. It's a great way to get low and mid-card guys on TV and right. do something fun. But and I think that's more of something that you can utilize on other platforms other than the actual television okay. show. I think that it helps fill in the gaps. Honestly, I really do. I think well, you know what? That's fine. It. If you're going to give me that instead of a fucking commercial about Susan G. Komen, no offense, or another 28-minute video package about Brock Lesnar... Or having to hear Michael Cole recap hour one in the middle of hour three, and you're going to give me 24-7 belt instead, I, I'll fuck with that. Yeah, there we go. It's going to be fun. And I think with that, we end the show. <laughs> Ladies and gents, thank you for following up and listening to the first episode of season four, a.k.a. The Come Up. We're your boys, uh, or your buddies, or your friends, and depending on where you are on that spectrum of uh, pigmentation. Uh, <laughs> he is black, and I am half. Remember? Listen to us on any podcast app that you listen to and rate us five stars if you love us, five stars if you hate us, leave us a comment. Also follow us on Instagram, aka at the back of at back of the bus podcast on Instagram. We've only done this a, a thousand, thousand times. times. Uh hit us up on the Gmail, but you won't because I know nobody will. I'm daring you right now. Dare you. You won't. You won't give us you a won't. Gmail. Uh back of the bus Miami at gmail.com. Again, thank you guys for listening. Uh tweet us and uh have a great day, man. Just hey, listen, wherever you are listening to this, somebody cares about you. It's not black or white, but like somebody does. <laughs> All right? We'll see you in two weeks. Later. See you next time.